Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Cinema's Soft Underbelly, your one-stop shop for all things horror-related, science fiction, fantasy, gems in the rough, little-seen movies, movies that should be discovered, and I'm here to bring those to you. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about a stack of Blu-rays here that that um, I've been starting to collect. I, obviously, if you listen to the show, then you know I am a collector, uh, mainly of Blu-ray, but I do have some DVDs, some VHS, all that good stuff, and of course, mainly focusing on horror. Uh, and uh, I've been getting into uh, some a little bit more obscure collectible Blu-ray as of late. Uh, they are pricey and some are total gems in the rough. And what's nice about these is they are limited. And so some of them are already almost impossible to find. Uh, so, uh, because of that, it makes it, it makes it uh, a little bit easier to drop 25 bucks a movie, sometimes even more. Uh, cause after the laser disc days, uh, it, it, rarely did I spend that much money, uh, even when Blu-ray came out, uh, for the most part, I would wait and get it used or on sale or something like that. And I've had Blu-ray ever since the PlayStation 3 uh, was first released. So I've been supporting the Blu-ray format since about 2006, 2007. Um, so anyway, but uh, now that Blu-ray has saturated the market and um, you can find used Blu-rays for a couple bucks, there are boat. I've, I've talked about this on my show numerous times. There are boutique labels that are putting out these really. Uh, I don't want to say little scene because some of them are had been rather popular, but movies that uh, movies that wouldn't get the uh, the releases that the big studios would give them. So, like say a Warner Brothers or Lionsgate, something like that. Uh, this more these boutique labels are focusing more on on the little, the niche crowd, the grindhouse stuff, horror stuff. And so I'm collecting them. And so today I am focusing on Code Red. And um, I have, uh, I've dealt with Code Red on numerous times, placed numerous orders. And um, uh, I'll tell you, the guy, I think it's a one-man operation. And uh, if you want their website to check out some of the stuff they have, it's... Um, I, I would advise going to Blu-ray.com and clicking on Studios uh, in the forums. And then there's a big section on uh, companies like Scorpion and uh, Blue Underground and Vinegar Syndrome, Code Red, Grindhouse, Drafthouse, all, all of the boutique labels. Uh, they have their own thread. And so, and on Code Reds, they actually, there's a link there to the big cartel site to where he's selling his stuff. Sometimes you may have to wait a little while to get your, your stuff, but uh, you will get your stuff. Uh, you do get what you pay for. And um, the collection that I've had, uh, the collection I have in front of me here, uh, there's only one that I didn't really like, but because they are so collectible and they, they after like a thousand units, they're sold out for the most part. Uh, I just I'm I'm hesitant to get rid of it, even though I didn't much care for the one particular movie. Um, I unfortunately did not jump on uh, Nailgun Massacre, Neon Maniacs, and especially Savage Streets. And I'm really bummed out that I did not get those when I had a chance because I'm if they're not sold out, they almost are. And basically on on his site is um, basically 
they're sold out. And every now and then he releases a few more uh, and then they're sold out again. So it's almost like you have to keep checking his site periodically and all of a sudden something comes up for sale and you're like, oh, there we go. He has a lot of DVDs, a lot of great sounding DVDs actually. Uh, but I, I had to do that for Romano Scavolini's Nightmare. And I just kept on periodically going on there and I lucked out one day. I'm like, oh, they're for sale. Boom, bought. And that one there I spent, I think, a little over 30 bucks. Worth every penny to me and I'll get into that later. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to start with the most recently watched Code Red Blu-ray, and it's uh, and on the spine of these Blu-rays, there's numbers, so he lists all his movies. I think that's cool. Um, the artwork for a lot of these movies is also cool, uh, and it's just everything about uh, everything about these just it screams small independent releasing label. And I think that's great. I love that. Uh, and Scorpion is getting a lot more into that too. Scorpion is a, a lot bigger, I think. Uh, but lately they've been going the uh, the limited edition route. Sorority House Massacre limited to, I think, a thousand. Um, they've got some other ones. Now they actually, uh, Scorpion has, uh, you can buy Scorpion's titles through uh, Diabolic DVD. And actually, sometimes you can code red as well, but Scorpions are on there, and I think that they just made a deal with uh, Scream Archives, so you can get their stuff uh, through Scream Archives as well. And Scorpion has a big cartel site as well, although from what I was reading on Blu-ray.com, the owner of Scorpion, he posts there from time to time, and he did say that it's open just for, uh, just temporarily, so... But uh, please support these boutique labels, Scorpion, uh, Code Red, Blue Underground, uh, now Arrow is coming to the United States. All of these are bringing, they are a little bit more expensive. I just bought uh, Mark of the Devil from Arrow, one of their first uh, U.S. releases. They're a, a company based in the U.K., and I haven't got it yet. I can't wait to watch it. I've seen it years ago on DVD, and uh, I just I like to support these these little labels. So anyway, okay. So I am going to start with uh, number eighteen on the spine for this for Code Red's uh, Blu-rays, and this is called the Eerie Midnight Horror Show from 1974. It is also known as Enter the Devil, and uh, there's another title for it. I'm looking here online. Uh, La Acesa, I probably butchered that, but oh well, that's okay. Mario Garazzo, Garizio, I think is how you pronounce his name. Um, anyway, yeah, so I, I've got to read the back of, uh, of the Code Red Blu-ray, and here's why. Uh, it just seems like, I think the guy's name is Bill. I think he's, that's the guy that, that is Bill something, I'm, I, uh, forget his last name, but anyway, so I'm guessing that he drafts this up, or he has someone draft this up, uh, and it's it's hilarious. The back of the Blu-ray, what it reads like, uh, this twisted Italian sick flick, originally titled The Sexorcist, is an incomprehensible muddle of devil possession horror and lots of kinky softcore sex. The story revolves around a weird religious icon depicting one of the two thieves crucified with Christ and the demonic sexual influence it exerts on a young art student. After a gory dream sequence in which the woman imagines herself being nailed to a cross, the statue eventually comes to life and begins to sexually torment her, whereupon the entire film careens off track into exorcist territory, where it slogs for an uninvolving and unoriginal final hour. All-star Italian cast. Uh, there's a bunch of names here, none of which I've I've heard of. Um, 
then something about a big time studio actor, Luigi Pistilli, who looks confused as to why he did this movie. That's what it says on the back of the Blu-ray. That is, that is promoting this movie is, it's so bizarre. It's like, okay, so they mystery science theatered the, the artwork on this. Okay. So, uh, I bought this site on scene. The cover is hilarious. Uh, it's some woman's lips and she's kind of biting her lips and there's a little bit of blood and some nail going into someone's hand, and it's it's all done in like cartoon look, like a cartoon a cartoon look. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I gotta say, I I went in thinking, oh, this is probably gonna suck after reading the back, and it, it actually didn't. I was actually fairly impressed. It's not near as rough as the back says, as far as dealing with the devil stuff and the. Uh, and the sex and nudity, whatever. It's like, okay, I was actually expecting a little bit more. But I'll tell you, for those of you looking for, um, for those of you looking for a, a little cheap Italian Exorcist ripoff, that's what it is. I would pick this any day over newer stuff like the right, and uh, even the absolutely god awful uh, last exorcism part two i did enjoy it last exorcism the first one i thought that was very good mainly due to the crazy ending uh but uh i this is cool i thought i thought uh not quite as good but in the same vein um as the antichrist from back in the early 70s another exorcist type knockoff um and don't open the door so it's along those those lines i will say this the uh um that that sequence that they that is referred to on the back about this dream the, the dream weekend sequence and the woman imagines herself being nailed across I'll tell you what that was the highlight of the movie uh, and it was nuts uh, I'm like this is this is grindhouse sleaze right here uh, I thought it was you know I'm into this type of thing so I'm like oh this is interesting supposedly it's based on a true story but yeah right um so, yeah, if you're into Italian actors in the 70s uh, in an Exorcist-type ripoff, I think that you'd like it, because uh, I did. I, I, uh, it gets a thumbs up. I was pleasantly surprised, let's just say that. So, uh, anyway, so there was one, and just so you know, I paid, with shipping and everything, that was about 25 bucks for that movie, and I waited almost a month to get it. I believe that the original copy was lost in the mail and Bill from Code Red was nice enough to immediately send me another copy. So again, I do think the guy sometimes gets a bad rap. Uh, I think he's very outspoken and I think that sometimes that can come across wrong. And uh, so it is what it is. I got the movie. I'm happy with it. I'm very glad it's in my collection. So next up, I'm just going to get this one here out of the way just so it is out of the way. And it's the one that I really did not like. Uh, and, and another one that I did not like, and I, uh, I'm probably in the vast minority on this one, and I actually sold it. I wish I wouldn't have, but I did sell it, is Messiah of Evil. Uh, I, I tried. I tried to like that movie because it gets a lot of love online, and I thought it was I was bored to tears. Um, in fact, this movie here is no better or worse than that, um, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so that's that movie. This movie here is Mary, Mary, Bloody Mary. And again, I was thinking, okay, uh, this should be good. Um, it's going to be another Code Red movie, and let's see what, what, what this thing's all about. And um, 
I was hoping for so much more because the back uh, cover made it sound so good. And I'm going to read the back real quick here. This is from 1975. A dark and stormy night begins with this modern gothic tale of evil personified in Mary. A beautiful American artist living in Mexico to more easily gratify her growing lust for blood. While her horrific appetites are fueled, her life becomes further fraught with the investigation into the grisly murders. Love for a handsome young American expatriate and by the sudden terrifying appearance of her like-minded father, played by John Carradine. Intent upon satisfying his own heinous hungers as well as killing Mary before she too becomes totally consumed by the uh, uh, consumed by his legacy of compulsion. As Mary continues to cut a bloody swath across the country, investigators and her pursuing parent close in. The suspense and nightmarish drama gather to a final chilling confrontation. Code Red presents the first official legit disc release uh, and on Blu-ray. This classic 1975 shocker is from the director of The Mansion of Madness and Alucarda. And Alucarda, I wouldn't mind watching that one again. I watched that on DVD many years ago. And uh, I recall enjoying that one. A lot of screaming in it, if I remember correctly. Uh, So this movie here, I was really hoping that it was a gem in the rough. You know, bisexual artist and she's a vampire. All right, here we go. This is going to be cool. Eh... It's weird, I'll say that, um, but it uh, even at 91 minutes it drags on, and I every time I'm like, oh, this is boring. Something interesting happens, and then it falls back into mediocrity. Uh, it does have its fans, I know that from online. Uh, it, it's one thing that it does have going for it is it's it's got that 70s feel. So if you're into that, and I am. Uh, it immediately almost gets a, a mild pass because of that. Uh, like, check it out. Uh, I will say it was in, this movie here was interesting. The opening credits don't appear until like 15 minutes into the movie. So you're like, uh, at first, it's like, well, wow, this is a 70s movie that 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 went and didn't even have any uh, beginning credits. I'm like, that's kind of cool. That you don't see that that often. And then 15 minutes later, it's like, oh wait, here we go. Here they are. I'm like, all right, that's something. So anyway. Uh, the cover of the movie, by the way, is is just ludicrous and brilliant. She's a beauty. She's a beast. She's Bloody Mary in bloody color. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, it was it was uh, interesting. So anyway, there's a Mary Mary Bloody Mary. I had, didn't much care for it, but uh, it's going to stay in my collection, and more than likely, it is uh, probably going to get a rewatch. I would say in the next couple of years. So now on to uh, total, complete gem in the rough. And I talked about this on the other show that I co-host with Eric Marner, Movie Freaks. If, uh, if you want, check us out on iTunes. Um, and this is called The Redeemer, Son of Satan. And I'll tell you what, this is a total gem in the rough here. Uh, in fact, Redeemer and uh, Eerie Midnight Horror Show both are presented in quote-unquote quote uh, grindhouse format, I guess. And so you can definitely tell you're watching a Blu-ray. It looks good, but it's got the uh, the Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez lines and scratchiness going through it like they did for their Grindhouse double feature. Um, and I, I'm guessing that it, it originally was like that. It just wasn't cleaned up 
enough. And I actually very much appreciate that. I like that. And I'm totally fine with that, especially for the Redeemer, uh, which to me uh, benefited greatly from the little bit more scratched up look. Still looks high definition, but a little bit more scratched up. Uh, Reading the back of the cover here, when a small town high school reunion occurs, a born loser who is now a pastor make a pact with the devil himself. He will kill his fellow schoolmates one by one to redeem himself and to hopefully get his second possessed thumb recovered or removed. Sorry, He proves to be a master of disguise and he even treats his victims to some hammy acting. Revenge and death will never be the same as the Redeemer slowly kills his victims in various gory methods. Starring uh, Jeanette Arnett, this uh, copyright 1978 driving classic is finally remastered and authored authorized from another beat-up smelly print to give you that grindhouse experience in 1080p. That's, again, the back of the, the Blu-ray cover here. The, the cover is so great. I would love to have a huge movie poster of that hanging on my wall. It's, it's great. Uh, but what's so, so cool about that movie is it came from uh, the 70s before uh, Halloween, and it is a slasher movie, and it works. Uh, it's not just a slasher movie. It's a slasher movie with... Um, with devil undertones, I guess you could say, kind of. Uh, don't don't set your expectations through the roof, but I'll tell you what, I sure enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie. Uh, and I, I, I get confused with all the movies that I talk about on my show. I have a feeling that I've talked about this movie already, so I don't want to spend too much time on it uh, in case I've already blabbed about this movie and you're like, what? Okay, heard about The Redeemer already, move on. But anyway... It is cool. It does have some really genuinely uh, creepy parts to it. And uh, I think that you should check it out. It's a good movie. So anyway. Okay, next up is... Oh, here we go. 1981's Nightmares in a Damaged Brain, also known as Nightmare. This is the Code Red Blu-ray release again. And this is a video nasty. And this is one that was long sought after. Years I've looked for this movie. Uh, ever since the first time I watched it, when it was known as one of the versions was known as Blood Splash, watched the VHS of it back in the in my uh, video clerk days in the small mom and pop store in Millersburg. Um, he bought a cop, the, the owner bought a copy of it on my recommendation. I'm like, dude, it's Blood Splash, and it's got a half naked chick on the front covered in blood. We're, you're gonna get that, right? All right, and of course I thought it was the greatest thing ever because it was, it was. This Romano Scavolini's Nightmare from 1981. And it actually uh, took me back even farther when I was way younger going to this other video store and seeing the big box version of this, Nightmare in a Damaged Brain, and uh, thinking and looking at the cover, and the cover was in the back of the box. This was in one of the big boxes. It was so graphic and gory. Axe buried in some dude's head, blood all over the place, little kid with an axe. Um, and I'm like, oh, I gotta see this movie. I gotta see this movie. Well, I finally did, uh, and I loved it. And I have watched this movie so many times. This movie here, the closest I can compare Nightmare to is uh, William Lustig's Maniac. That's the closest I think I can compare it to. It is filthy from start to finish, and not not necessarily in the smutty way. There is some of that, obviously, but in the something about it's just gross. I don't know. It's just. When you're in New, it takes place in New York and I think Tampa, Florida, uh, and it's standard issue slasher movie guy whatever. Uh, but in the, the New York scenes, it's like oh man, it's just 
dirty and grimy and gross. And then even in Florida, it's just dirty, grimy, and gross. So um, this movie has been edited heavily for so many years, and I am very, very glad that uh, that Code Red finally released a Blu-ray of this, as well as a DVD counterpart to go along with it. Uh, it's it's definitely worth the purchase, and it's still... I don't think this one here is out of print just yet, but uh, I would jump on this fairly quickly if you do want the movie. Uh, so back of the box real quick. Nightmare, the low-budget 1981 horror film that fans have requested and clamored for on Blu-ray for years have has arrived. Mentally unbalanced patient George Tatum is released from a New York mental hospital, slums it up on sleazy 42nd Street, and then travels to Florida to terrorize an unsuspecting family. Brutal, uncompromising, and graphic, this is one nightmare that you'll never forget. Originally released unrated to theaters during the height of the slasher craze in the early 80s, this splatter slasher classic has garnered a huge cult horror fan base in the years since. Romano Scavellini's Nightmare delivers all the gore and sleazy thrills to satisfy even the most jaded horror aficionado. Nightmare is presented fully uncut in a widescreen anamorphic presentation. The wait is finally over, but the nightmare has just begun. And there's actually a nice amount of of special features on this particular Blu-ray. A lot of Code Red Blu-rays do not have that, so I think that's... that's, uh, that's great that there are some special features on here. Um, I will say that this one here got some notoriety as being, uh, there's a whole stink with Tom Savini. He was credited as the film's makeup effects artist, and he was actually only supposedly a consultant, and he's threatened to sue over the use of his name to, prefer, to promote the film. And some video prints still do bear Savini's credit as effects director, and the effects were actually created by Ed French. And here's the thing with this movie. The special effects are outstanding in this movie. Uh, it, it truly, if if you would really think about it and you're like, that looks like Tom Savini special effects, and it truly does. Um, there is the mother of all axe killings towards the end of this movie where actually you see snippets of it throughout the movie and then the final uh, grand finale of it actually happening towards the end. Uh, and there's some other scenes in the movie that are just brutal. Now, the movie itself uh, it has its issues. It's uh, lots of padding and slow parts, but I'll tell you, the uh, it pays off in spades if you can sit through some of the more talky parts with some actors that are questionable. Uh, if you can get through some of that, especially the Florida scenes. New York, uh, The what's cool about the New York scenes is the fact that it's it's so grimy and gross and on 42nd Street and the sex shops and you're just like, oh man, this is just, I feel like I need a shower after this. Um, so that's all all grindhouse gold there. But when they get to Florida, things slow down a little bit. Uh, a family is introduced, a couple kids, one of which is extremely obnoxious, who plays into the, the movie more towards the end. Uh, love the mask that the killer uh, wears when he gets to Florida extremely creepy and it kind of reminds me of a Sid Haig uh, a black dude Sid Haig mask maybe uh, creepy it is creepy but um, anyway this movie is one of the uh, one of the more sick slasher movies of all time in my opinion it's right there with maniac so check it out uh, it's it's uh, if there ever was a movie that fits into this show, Cinema's Soft Underbelly, it is Nightmare. So, anyway, 
there you go. And I'm going to touch on one more. I've already touched. I have a couple other Code Red Blu-rays. Um, Lady Stay Dead, Voices from Beyond Lucio Fulci, which I believe I've talked about that one already on a previous Lucio Fulci episode. So I want to talk real quick about one more and then I'm done. Just Before Dawn, starring George Kennedy, Greg Henry, Chris Lemon. And this is uh, directed by Jeff Lieberman. And, uh, you know, this one here gets a lot of love from a lot of the horror community. And there are reasons for that, and then there are reasons why I disagree with that. I'm going to share them both with you now. And Jeff Lieberman, by the way, uh, he's he's made some other movies as well. He made Squirm, Blue Sunshine. Oh, I just want to make sure. I don't want to say something that... Um, yeah, Blue Sunshine, Squirm, uh, Remote Control. And then from t- in 2004, he made a horror movie called Satan's Little Helper, Helper, and he hasn't done a whole lot since then. He did a TV show, an episode of a TV show. Uh, but... His biggest claim to fame, to personally, I would consider that to be just before dawn. Back of the Blu-ray, five friends set out for a weekend camping excursion to drink, frolic, and skinny dip on an isolated piece of land one of them has inherited, despite ominous warnings from local forest ranger George Kennedy. Strange backwoods uh, families and a hollering drunken hunter claiming to have witnessed his friend's evisceration by the hands of demons. They track further into the foliage, uh, beautifully shot, extremely eerie, and with a horrifying twist that will make you wonder, will any of them survive those dark hours just before dawn? Um, okay, so th- there's a couple versions of this on Blu-ray uh, on this particular disc, um, and I just I watched the, uh, the original uncut version, whatever. Uh, so there you go. Um, it, and it's a good movie. Uh, it's not great. I think that there's there are people that think that this is a great movie. That's fine. That's you know one of my favorite movies is Silent and Deadly Night for crying out loud. So you know take that with a grain of salt. Um, but um, to me, the there's enough good stuff in the movie to make it about. Uh, I mean, we're talking maybe Roger Corman running length here, seventy five minutes. If you know what I mean, that's that's the the Roger Corman sweet spot of running times. And this movie, uh, the original uncut version is 91 minutes, and the international extended cut is 102 minutes. And to me, personally, I think the movie drags on far too long. Um, when cool stuff does happen, and cool stuff does happen in this movie, it's it's great. And then we go through long, long slogs through the woods to get to the next scene. Now, on the flip side, you have something like Don't Go in the Woods, uh, which I just watched from Vinegar Syndrome. Which is, my goodness, um, I don't know how to describe that thing other than it's just a train wreck uh, on celluloid. And there's something happening every five minutes. It seems like someone's getting killed in that movie. Um, but technically, this is much a much better made movie and much more enjoyable just because it is a lot better made. Um, I just It's unfortunate that it, it, it feels too long and padded for, for me. Uh, so anyway, but there are a couple moments in the movie that are that are fantastic and, and immediately put it in the you got to watch it just for that. Uh, just for that. I, I for some reason, this movie reminds me just a little bit of uh, of a British movie called Wilderness, which I love. I thought that was a great movie, a little bit of Wilderness and a little bit of uh, the final terror, which I think the final terror was significantly better than this movie. But however, it it's still it's still good enough to watch, but anyway, so, and then, uh, I, I'm running out of time, so I'm not going to touch on Lady Stay Dead, uh, it's an Australian movie, 
Uh, it's interesting, I guess, uh, but it's, it's, yeah. One of these days, maybe I'll pull that one off the shelf and I'll talk that, about that one a little bit, but um, I've, I've already covered six movies, on, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six that I mentioned, Voices from Beyond on Blu-ray, but I've already ta- talked about this one earlier. Another one to check out. It's Lucio Fulci, so you got to watch it. You have to watch every Lucio Fulci movie. Good, bad, doesn't matter. You got to watch all the all the uh, full chief movies. So anyway, that's my code red episode. Uh, support independent uh, boutique labels that are coming out with these cool little titles uh, because the physical media format is a dying breed, unfortunately. And so I, I want this to last as long as possible. There's something about online streaming that just does not touch Blu-ray yet, I don't think. And even when it does, I still like having physical media. Uh, especially limited stuff and stuff that gets tender, loving care like a lot of these movies do. I, I really appreciate that, and I want to support that. So, uh, Code Red, I believe, is going to be releasing Rogero Diodato's House at the Edge of the Park, I think. Um, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I've just been hearing rumblings about that going to be released through Code Red. And hopefully, uh, Code Red also releases some of their other... Uh, movies that they have on DVD. I hope that they remaster them and put them out on Blu-ray as well. There's a couple that I know that uh, he's got on DVD that I would love to see Blu-ray releases. And I think I, 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 not speaking alone here, I think that there's other fans out there that would like to have Blu-ray releases of those as well. So uh, anyway, that's going to do it for me today. Uh, I really appreciate you listening. You can get a hold of me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com for any questions or comments or if you've uh, bohemiously disagree with anything I've said, that's fine. I'd like to hear about it. Or if you if you like what you heard, great. So thanks for supporting the show. Also, make sure you check out Movie Freaks on iTunes and our friends over at Cinema Sidekicks. Uh, they cover a lot of the new release stuff that I don't, and even uh, on Movie Freaks that we don't cover as much. So check them out as well. That's going to do it for my show today. Again, I'm Eugene Weaver, and thanks for listening. <laughs>